Hello, and welcome to Live Over Jacqueline, the podcast. I'm so glad that you're here. So this episode is going to get you, I think. And let me tell you why. I have so many clients, so many Instagram followers, and myself included, who struggle with this. Yep. This is when I say, ooh, stars, they're just like us. And I ain't no star. But what I'm going to tell you is something I know that you've probably dealt with. When you have a big goal in mind, and you might not feel the support that you want or desire. I'm talking about how do you manage your social experience while still trying to reach your diet and lifestyle goals. Yep. Here's the deal. So I kind of wanted to call this like the food pusher episode or the how the hell do I tell my husband, no, I don't want to go out this weekend because I have bigger goals in mind episode because <laughs> that's really what it is. Or what I tell that girlfriend, hey, bitch, stop pushing me on drink number five. I got things to do tomorrow. That's really what it is behind the scenes. But I, I really wanted to be a little more cognizant and a little more PC. But the truth is you've seen or heard all of those things. And I know what you're thinking. You're thinking, well, I, I want to be able to live my life and I want to go do these things. But at the same time, how do I stand up for myself? How do I protect me and my goals? How do I set my boundaries? How do I not get a serious case of FOMO? And I got to tell you, this shit ain't easy. Even Jonathan and I still struggle on this front at times. It was really tough in the beginning. So let me walk you through kind of the evolution of what we've done. So let's rewind five years. I hired my first coach. I get my macros. I have my goals for my habits and I'm locked in. Like I'm your A plus student. I want to get like all green check marks. I want a gold star. I want to get praise. I want to say that I'm doing a great job. So I'm not going to fuck it up and I'm not going to let anybody stop me because I want to win. You can already see where there's a problem with this, right? And if you can't, then we should talk. But I did. So let me tell you what happened. I would do my check-ins. I was cruising right along. But I told Jonathan from the beginning, hey, listen, I can't go out. I, I, I don't know what the macros are on that meal. I can only have like one restaurant meal a week. Like, there's no way. Absolutely not. I'm not going out with you. Uh, and then I would get nervous if for some reason he convinced me to go out and I would be, oh my gosh, like, how am I going to do this? How am I going to handle this? Oh, we have a social event. Oh, we have a dinner out. Like, what does that look like? I would then put restrictions on where we could go and what I could order. And I was just like a nervous wreck the entire time. And he just looked at me and he's like, this is kind of miserable. Or you're not really fun right now. And then I made it so miserable that we eventually like stopped going out. And I said, why don't you just go out without me and I'll just see you when you get home. Meaning like go out with your coworkers or your friends, or your business colleagues, and I'll just eat this salad by myself at home. And that's that. So here's the deal. Sometimes you need to say no. It's absolutely okay to say no at times. Sometimes I want you to say yes with forecasting out what you're going to do to support yourself. And then there's other times where you need to be able to be freaking flexible. 
and know how to pivot and know how to manage it and still be a kind human, not only to the people around you, but to yourself. Because if you don't, the white knuckling, I can only live by these rules. And yeah, even though it's flexible dieting, maybe you stuck yourself with some stupid rules because your coach gave you this idea that you should do all of these things and do all of them perfectly, hint, hint, then you're going to be white knuckling to the very end. And then when you quote unquote finish, you're going to rebound and go back the other way. Oh, here's all the restaurants that I didn't eat at while I was in my cut. Oh, here's all the times I said no to these girlfriends for a cocktail hour. And I'm just going to go for it now because I said no for so long. I did this, you guys. Oh, now listen, I did it. But to what detriment? Sure, my, my body looked great, but how was my mind? How was my social experience? How was my freaking relationship with my partner? Who's like, yeah, you are the most balanced you've ever been, but also you're kind of psycho. You're a macromaniac. Nobody wants to be a macromaniac. Please don't do it. So I took some time after I had my first round of being in a deficit and coming out and living at maintenance and thinking, reflecting. What did I like about that experience? What didn't I like? What did I miss? What would I like to see different? Because I knew I was going to go into another cut at some point. And I knew I, I just, honestly, I led with this, holy shit, my husband doesn't like going out to dinner with me anymore. And that's something we really enjoy. Am I fucking this up for us? That's what I really thought. And I had to get really clear for myself. I was sad. I honestly felt really bad. I felt like a jerk. Um, so I took that into account and I talked to him about it. And I, th- I thought, you know, all right, if we have this conversation about what does he need from us in our relationship, what would he like to see? Here's what I'd like to see. Here's the comfort level I'd like to be at. And how can we marry these two together so everybody feels seen, heard, loved, accepted, and not forced into something, right? Or saying no to something or sitting on the sidelines sad. This is not perfect. But I will say to you, starting with that kind of conversation is going to make everybody feel better. It's going to make your partner feel better because they might be missing that side of you. That might be the one thing you guys have during the week that you get to enjoy. And you're saying now no? Okay. Well, maybe it's still going out, but then you choosing what you want to have in advance. And when I say have, I mean, what are you choosing to eat? What are you choosing to drink? Are you sharing that information with your partner? Are you keeping that to yourself but saying, I'm not going to manage and micromanage this dining experience so it just feels like it's robotic and structured to your own personal goals? Are you going to say, hey, I'll be a little bit more flexible here and I will manage my my daytime solo experience so I can have more opportunity to indulge at this dinner out? Can I talk to my coach and say, hey, listen, I need to chill the fuck out when I go to dinner with my partner. What can I do during the week so I can have a free meal and a free mind experience? That was it for me. I 
remember desperately texting my coach not it wasn't text it was a dm like in our portal and i was like i'm freaking out like i can't believe i did this meal like i i i just need i I don't know like my husband he's mad at me and she was like whoa because i was like well i did all the things you suggested like i looked ahead and i like planned what i was gonna have and uh the macros didn't match up and like i was so locked in and she's like what if we just did a free meal what? What the heck's a free meal? And she's like, hey, listen, it's a meal where you don't track, where you just have an idea of what you're eating. You're mindful about it. You make some choices ahead of time, like, hey, I'm going to have some bread basket, or hey, I'm going to have two glasses of wine, but not three, or hey, we're going to share a dessert, and I'll use the three-bite rule. I'll prioritize the protein at the meal. I'll, you know, avoid things that are fried or really in heavy sauces, but I'll still be able to enjoy my choices and not feel like it's such a force. Also, I don't have to try to find things on my fitness pal or whatever my food diary is that match. So I'm now removing the mental load that it takes of going out. It's way more relaxed. And then knowing I have a plan afterwards gives you that peace of mind. That changed the game for me, you guys. However, I didn't know it was an option when I first started coaching. So here's to all my clients and my non-clients out there who are either using a coach or they're using some type of accountability. Ask what the options are because you might not know that there's so many other things that are available to you without either quitting or without either like digging deeper or giving yourself this negative self-talk like you can't stay on track that are available to you. That's just one example, right? But I'll share with you, listen, here straight up this week, I'm five years into this journey, right? You know that from a podcast a couple weeks ago about celebrating my five years of maintaining my 20 to 25 pound weight loss. Jonathan and I always forecast out our weeks. He's traveling for work this week. So I have a three days to myself where I'm just eating my own meals. But I know because he's been gone, he's going to want to have a date with me. And I love that about us. It makes me so happy. We get so excited. We're going to go out to have dinner. But I also said this week was different. I was gone. So I already had a couple meals out at the front end of the week. That's not normal for me. I like to save my meals out towards the end of the week. And I also know that I'm going out Thursday with another friend. So I said, hey, you know, JP, um... I've gone out earlier this week. I know that I'm going out Thursday. I also know you're away for work, so you're going to be eating out several times this week. What do you say if we eat in at home this weekend? I know what it means to ask that question. I know that it means possibly this vision of us not having that secure date time, connection time together, going out socially. My husband thrives on that. He loves that. It's important to us for our marriage. It's important to us for our relationship. But what's also important is for us to be mindful of our goals right now. We both have them. And if we both already know we're having several meals out, being able to say, hey, it might be wise for us, not only calorically, but financially, to consider maybe saying no this weekend. It's okay to have the conversation. Right, Because different answers can come up or different options might come up as well. So I heard him hesitate. And then he said, 
okay, well, I could be open to that. And I said, oh, I know, I know, because I know my husband. And I said, hey, I know you had a burger this past weekend that wasn't like your favorite burger. What if I made, you know, burgers at home and we did these air fries and we did this vegetable or whatever? He's like, oh, yeah, yeah, we have these burgers. So I saw him get excited and I saw the opportunity for us to make a meal at home we were both going to enjoy that was going to be delicious, that was going to still be in alignment with our goals, but he didn't feel like he was missing out on that experience of getting dine out or takeout, right? Two seconds later, he's like, but hey, maybe we can go out for lunch. (laughs) And I'm like, "Uh." (laughs) okay, maybe here we are. So here's the deal. Like, it's still going to come up for you. It still comes up for us. Okay. You have to know what's going to come to you and for you and do your best to plan. But your plan is never going to be 100%. And guess what? I don't want you to white knuckle through it. I don't want you to say no all of the time. I also don't want you to cave in to peer pressure or societal pressure or to pressure of your partner or to food pushers who are saying, oh, but just come on, just this once, just this time. Because guess what? Those people can stand in the way of your goals too. This is why this episode I felt might be hitting you right in that heart or right in that gut. Because you might be sitting here thinking, shit, that's me. I keep saying yes because my boundaries aren't strong and I feel pressured by this experience or these people or this human or myself. Or, oh my gosh, I feel pressured in the opposite because I never go out and I'm always saying no and I'm really struggling because I know I'm looking good and feeling good, but holy shit, like uh, to me living in this freaking bubble. So what happens when I step out and I finally go to dinner and I allow myself these things and you're being so, so, so rigid and getting the freaking gold stars that you can't see the balance that you should be having. So here's what I want to know. Where are you on this paradigm? Where are you? Are you at one extreme or the other? Are you finding some balance in the middle? Are you like me where you're finally getting to that place of like 80 to 90% and really navigating it. Because I'm going to tell you something. This never ends. It's never going to be perfect. And living in the land of maintenance is a forever lifestyle. So you better learn how to navigate it. As always, thank you for tuning in to the Level with Jacqueline podcast. If you found this episode helpful. Can you rate it or review it where you listen to podcasts? Because that's how I get into the ears of so many other people who might be struggling, who might need to hear these little love nuggets of advice that might give them the opportunity to start to explore for themselves. Have a great day.